How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of My Violet Tendencies with me, Marvelous Matt Nix. And uh, let me tell you, things have been uh, pretty crazy around here. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock lately. Um, this entire corona scare has been, you know, it's not it's not the world on its ass, basically. And, you know, it's 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 been pretty, it's, it's you know, I, I wasn't really taking it too seriously when everything first started. And, you know, slowly and slowly, you know, you, everyone's kind of joking around about stuff. And then now the next thing we know is the NBA is getting canceled and, you know, NHL and... MLB and everything, everything's getting canceled and, and it's, it's, it's starting to get a little scary. You know, you don't know what the real story is. You know, you don't know when, if there's an insight for this, you know? So, uh, it's kind of scary, <laughs> but you know, uh, specifically, you know, with, um, you know, this is, it's devastating the world of independent wrestling and, you know, a lot of these, you know, small wrestling shows are getting canceled and, a lot of these wrestlers that are on these shows, like, this is their job. Like, this is what they do, you know, for their source of income. And uh, these shows ain't happening. They're not getting paid. So uh, make sure that you go on over to ProWrestlingTees.com and, uh, you know, buy a t-shirt. You know, support support some of these guys because, you know, we don't know when they're going to be able to to work again. And uh, it's, it's kind of it's scary, especially if they have families and stuff, so... Uh, you know, we get into that a little bit deeper here uh, on this episode specifically. Uh, I'm sitting down with uh, my good friends Scrump and Stank from the PWT cast. This is the part two uh, from uh, the the part one is on the, the PWT cast stream. Uh, if you go on and subscribe to them, you can check that out and listen to me talk about nothing. Uh, but... You know, we we kind of ended that sh that episode a uh, little bit of an alien talk, and uh, we definitely dive into that uh, on this, uh, amongst other topics as well. But you know, please, please, please remember to uh, to go out and to to go online and support and uh, buy some T-shirts from these guys. But uh, most importantly, stay safe, guys. You know, whether or not you believe this is a, a real epidemic or anything, just you know, do your part. Wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Just be a normal person, but just be cautious, you know, you don't, you don't want to accidentally be the, you know, reason why shit gets spread. So, uh, without further ado, let's jump into this, uh, this sit down that we have here. Uh, my first official interview or not even interview, just recording in, uh, in the new PWT, uh, freelance wrestling Academy, uh, office area. So yeah, let's do this. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so, um, alien stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> continuing, continuing our conversation yeah. for everyone who, uh, who followed over from the PWT cast. Um, yeah, we have a, a, a zest for aliens. Yeah, yeah, but, uh. Just like conspiracy theories and, like, the occult and everything, like, in general. Like, that whole, that whole kind of, like, all that stuff is, like, super interesting to me. And, like, I don't necessarily, like, believe it, that it's, like, real. But I don't discredit it and say that, no, there's no way that that's not well, it's real. Good for, it's good food for thought, too, you know Oh, I mean? yeah. You, I love thinking about, like, weird stuff. So, a uh, friend of both of our shows, I guess, Murray DeRosa, uh, he and um, Dan Friesen, Chicago comedian, also has a, a podcast, uh, Friesen Point. Actually, no, Friesen Point no longer exists. 
Damn, it froze over. It froze over, but I, I reference it a lot. Almost, listen, almost the, <laughs> 60% of what I say on podcasts is Reason Point related, even down to the bang bang. Uh, but I digress. Oh. They used to have a podcast called That's What They Want You to Think, where they talk about like conspiracy theories and stuff. And uh, how much you guys know about Alyssa Lamb? I'm not, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Okay. Enlighten us. Well, uh, there is this famous YouTube video of a girl on an elevator. Oh! Do you okay. know exactly so I just screamed into the microphone. It's this girl on an elevator, and uh, it's it's just like the security footage of her like opening and looking, and like it's very creepy and unsettling. It looks like from the angle of the, of the camera, like the, the the black and white camera. I don't think I don't know if it's black and white, but. Uh, it looks like if the, she's like she's looking for somebody like there's somebody like or she, she like she's scared yeah like she was following like, or something like I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up to, to show you I, yeah I mean this is a reference yeah I mean listen if you're listening to this right now do yourself a favor because it's very just like it's eerie it's just like it, nothing scary happens nothing pops out at you but it's just like it makes you uncomfortable you can, you can feel the impending doom yes yeah and this is and this is like this happened like well over 10 about, years ago it was like seven like seven eight years ago um, so here I'll show you the it, it's brief it's like a it's a like two minute video but you know it's just uh, it's at the Cecil Hotel Cecil down in LA and basically mm-hmm. the story surrounding this is uh, this Canadian girl Alyssa she goes down to Los Angeles on vacation and a bunch of crazy things start to happen um, specifically like she gets off her meds yeah no she, that know, was a big part of it too yeah. And, like, if you watch this video, it's, uh, definitely seems like she's, you know, acting... She's clearly paranoid. Clearly paranoid, something, you know, and it was very weird, uncharacteristic of her. So, she disappears. They can't find her. Like, there's no trace of, like, oh, there's, like, a struggle or, you know... She's just gone. She's just gone. And there's no other footage. Other than, other than that security footage, that is the last time anyone saw her. And some very, like creepy, vague posts on her Tumblr. She was very active on her Tumblr. Right. And up until that day. Up until that, and like some weird, some weird shit on her Twitter that I'll get into. But, so she disappears. Uh, residents of that hotel, so, so that's the thing too, the hotel she was staying at was a Hotel Cecil, which is like very weird and it's a very Maybe. old hotel. Yeah. It's very, very reminiscent. If you watch uh, American Horror Story. Old hotels are just inherently creepy. <laughs> well, it's so... American, I think that's, that's what it's based on, yeah, right? Yeah, American Horror Story Hotel, uh, hotel yeah. is based on the Hotel Cecil. So people start complaining about the water. It's it's tasting funny. It's coming out black. Uh, all right. They go up there to check. Oh, no. I think I know what's going on. Yep. And they find they, they find Alyssa and all her belongings there. Yep. She's just floating in the thing. Oh. But here, here's the kicker. Is that it was inside of a sealed steel like water tank, so it would have had to take something to get her in there. Well, someone would have had she would have had to gone in there and then seal it, sealed it herself somehow from the inside. But that's what you call physically impossible. So oof. yeah, so that's what I think. That's what the uh, so the kids like to call an unsolved mystery. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy though. Like if you think about that, like. Uh, what like what could have like what could have possibly done something like that like not th- something but and like that's a, and was somebody like abduct her and like put her in there and do that right. or like is it like supernatural like well because w- without that that horrible twist ending 
<laughs> I mean, you could just hand wave it away and say, well, clearly she's off her meds and she's crazy, but like, then they find her, right? right. So like, it's not like she just disappeared and like walked off a bridge or something like that. Yeah, she was very close. <laughs> yeah, do you, can you imagine like being like, this water tastes kind of funny. Oh, and then, like humans. finding out what it was. Ooh. Human, like, it, and here's the thing. It wasn't like, oh, like a couple days went by. This was like maybe three months later. Ooh. So it was in there like cooking, cooking a little bit. A little stew going on. There. Well, like the one, the one kind of like fucked up thing is, so this happens, like we said, maybe seven, it was seven years ago. In 2005, there's a film starring Jennifer Connelly called Dark Water. In which, uh, you know, they, they her and her daughter, I believe they live in this, like, old, kind of, like, shitty, run-down hotel. Um, I believe it was also based on Hotel Cecil. And uh, tenants start complaining about, oh, the water's coming out black, and, you know, it's tasting funny, and what do you know? They find a dead body in there. And there's ghosts, and it's just, you know. I mean, what would you do if you found out for, like weeks you've been drinking human water <laughs> like you don't automatically start vomiting because it's already it's gone through you. you it's yeah. gone through you yeah, yeah. You've definitely it's oh. seen the course but the fucked up part though is so that movie you know dark water it's based on an older japanese film so at this point it's just what's going on but excuse me excuse me there uh -oh, okay. bless you uh so you know that's going on she had, so there's a lot of theories about what could have happened. Uh, at this time, there's a tuberculosis shock going around called Lam Lisa. Mind you, Hotel Cecil's right by Skid Row, and yeah, it's very easy for these, you know, homeless people to just disappear because sure, you know, as, as fucked up as it is to think about it, it happens every day. And there's, you know, who's who's there, who's there to make sure that yeah. the government is up to some shady shit, you know? So. Yeah, it kind of makes that, you think. It's like that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, like Lamb Elisa and you know all that. Uh, but my favorite part of this is uh, there were some tweets she was putting out about the government while working on a cloaking technology. And if you watch that video, there's like a split second that uh, that it's edited. So like they gave you know, and for whatever purposes, we don't know why the you know the police right. or whoever gave them, they had to edit something. Out. Right. And they were they were like, no, 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 it wasn't, you know. It could have been innocent. There could have been some uh, static or disturbance. Yeah. Or, or government. Government cloaking yeah. technology. Or that cloaking, yeah, that cloaking technology wore off for those few seconds. Because like, if you look at it, it very much looks like she's hiding from someone. Right. Like she, she knows. She she can't yeah. see for whatever reason. Now, there's other things, too, where, like, uh, again, it goes back to some, like, Japanese folklore, where if you... Uh, Go in an elevator because oh, for for those of you guys unaware, due to superstition, a lot the next time you get in an elevator with you know more than you know more than fifteen floors. Yeah, there's no thirteen. There's no thirteen. There's no thirteen floor. Yeah. It usually goes you know eleven, twelve, fourteen, 14. and uh, so there's like some Japanese like folklore where you do a certain amount of buttons and certain whatever elevator will go down and you're basically transported to hell and it's it'll be like one of those things where where you do that you go down the floor i believe and then someone will get in the elevator with you and you're not supposed to look at them you're not supposed to look at them in the face or nothing and 
they'll try to tempt you, you know, because... And they'll ferry you. Yeah. Got to the, that is, like, that, like, literally that's just some, gave me goosebumps. That's some candy... thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. Bloody um, Mary, Candyman <laughs> shit. Yeah, so some people were like, maybe it was something like that. That's a little bit down the rabbit hole, I think. I but, it. but it's so much... It's so fun to think about. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. what if? Like, what if that is an actual thing, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, so I started feeling down that, and... I don't know. Again, it's just... It's very, it's very uh, fun to think about what could have happened, but... Um, well, that's also, like, I mean, that kind of coincides to, like, today. Like, with all this, like, corona shit going around. Yeah. Is, like, people are, like, is this, like, is this a, like, biological weapon that the government's, like, unleashed on us? Or, like, accidentally unleashed? And yeah. it's, like, are they, try- like, you know, we... we like the T-virus. Yeah. yeah, like, we yeah. constantly hear all this stuff about, like, people, the, the news or... or anybody talking about like overpopulation in this world like mm-hmm. how like we're reaching our, our brink you know like we're, we're using up all of our resources we have to think of something quick and what's a quicker way than wiping out population by a disease not i mean you know that like that might be going down the rabbit hole a little too much but i mean there's definitely people that are saying that like this could be you know some biological warfare like that a testing that went wrong in like china and uh, and that's this is that's why it started spreading so quickly and so I briefly talked about it on Monday's episode um, about the Chris Jericho podcast that he had with these like crazy conspiracy theorists oh. and again I was like oh that's kind of weird but there's another podcast I listen to called Stuff They Don't Want You to Know which yeah. it's so I I don't know what you'd call it a conspiracy theory podcast. It's it's more of like they talk about conspiracies, but they do it in a very intelligent and like and fair way. They're not, they're not tinfoil hat. No, no, no. They're right. like they're like, hey, this is this is the conspiracy, and we're gonna talk about just talk about it. Right. We're not saying either one way or another right. that we believe it, but like we're just, they they're this is, they're informing people. Yeah. So I was just to that one. There's a lot of like I was like, all right. A lot, a lot of, of things that are kind of, so... A lot of straws being grasped. First off, yeah, it was like the doctor who, I believe his, his name is Dr. Ling. Uh, first name is Lai. Lai Ling? Lying or lying something. Something his name is, his name was like, it was one of those things where they were like, the crazy first series were like, they're putting it out there in front of your face. Well, that's just being racist there. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, but here, here's the thing with like a lot of, a lot of people say it was right in front of you the whole time. If it's a big... Covert anything. If it's big and covert, why would they like Daniel tem- the they tempt you to figure it out? It's like the Riddler. The Riddler always loses the Batman because he's like, I can't help but tell you what I'm doing. You yeah. know, and then everyone figures it out. But um No, I don't yeah. think I don't think so. I think I think it's just something that like got out of control. Like, you know, it's a well, natural occurring thing. Well the thing is he warned them about the coronavirus and then the government was like, shut up. Don't talk about this. Like you're gonna go to prison if you talk about this. And then it became a thing, and it wasn't until it be- much, much like Chernobyl, until it became like a thing that people could not ignore. That's when people started to talk I'm sure, about. It. I'm sure they were trying to contain contain this, like what we what we're going through, like everything being canceled. You know? Yeah, like I don't I don't know that necessarily that's uh, maybe a sign of guilt. Because I'm sure they try and hide everything that just makes oh, sense. Oh, like they don't want to look like idiots. That's, that's, the, that's the thing. Yeah, and so if you like... And then eventually it just gets too big. I don't... Like, I've always heard when it comes to stuff like this, and I've, you've seen it in movies, like, humans are the virus on the planet. Oh, yeah. It's, and something like this is like the like the Earth. Us. Yeah. 
they're just getting the, the Earth's immune system. The happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know what to think about it. But, like, clearly, it's ext- wa- wash your hands. Don't yeah. play with your poop. It, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, don't tell me to do that. <laughs> Listen. Listen, what I do in the comfort Don't play with your poop. Just eat it. But... <laughs> But, oh my god, uh, that sound. Yeah, and then there's also people, like I have fairly well-informed like family members or friends, and they're posting like, this is this is all fake, it's not real. It's like, well, people are literally dying. Yeah. And yeah, may- maybe the virus itself isn't that bad to most people, but to some people, it's like a death sentence. Yeah, it, I mean, not everybody's immune system is the same. Yeah. You know, like, and you don't know that you passed it on. Right. Until it's too late for them, so that's the real danger. Uh, it's 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 extremely humbling too. Like how like how like literally our entire country has been like brought to a knee, mm-hmm. and like nothing. Like I, I talk about this with everybody, and like I say like, oh, I've never seen anything like this, and I'm like, nobody has. Like this, yeah. nothing like this has ever fucking happened. Like except we're, for like the bubonic plague. Or yeah, something. yeah. But I mean, like with every like sports you know sports mm-hmm. uh, you know seasons are being canceled you know like sc- like schools are being canceled uh unless your name is Vince McMahon yeah as of as of right now WrestleMania is still te- tentatively scheduled to to continue it, which is to me it's insane it's the most carny shit ever i was like of course wrestling's not going to cancel like listen i i feel i feel for everybody in that situation i mean not WWE cuz they'll they'll be fine yeah. you know like i I don't care for... They've got a big war chest that they're not yeah. going through anytime soon. Yeah, like, but they're, they're fine. But, like, all, like, the smaller companies, and I, I feel for them. Yeah. You know, like, they, they put out a... It was, like, some interview on Vice, I believe it was, with uh, the guy from yeah, High Spots or WrestleCon, one of them, where, where they were like, I'll have to sell my house if this doesn't yeah. happen. And it's like... It's crazy. Okay, like, that sucks. But... You or somebody you know contracting the coronavirus and and dying and dying is a lot worse. Yeah. So I'm sorry. The I, end of the line is and worse. Who I, you know, I didn't listen. Who, I, could, who could have predicted this? You know, yeah. it's not like you know you're an idiot for for trying to do these events and stuff. But it's just like you have you have to think about the bigger picture. Like yeah. do the right thing. But that's also like, you know, I have friends that don't like wrestling and they're surprised at how big like the influence of something like a WrestleMania is. Like. It's like the Super Bowl hitting a city. Like, oh, yeah. It's not just, you know, WWE, but they go there for a week. The entire city gets, like, millions of dollars in boosts to their economy. And then, of course, we got all these little satellite people revolving their conventions mm-hmm. around there. It's a hard thing to just, you got to pull the plug out of yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's literally, like, devastating. Yeah. Like, the... the our economy for one, but like the, like the independent wrestling scene, it's, it's absolutely devastating it because there's, there's a ton of like, like wrestlers too, that like, this is their job. Like they don't have big time contracts. They don't have like, they don't have a nine to five either, but they, they depend on these, you know, weekly independent wrestling shows that happen every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they're on the road, sometimes even during the week. And uh, now with all all these cancellations and and this chaos that's ensuing, Mm -hmm. a lot of these guys are, are like, well, shit, what do I do? And like, I see a lot of people online too that are, are just kind of being like, well, this is, you should have planned for something like this. Could but plan for that. Right. It's yeah. like, it's like, dude, like, fuck you for like shitting on this person for being like, you know what? I'm going to invest in myself. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put myself out there and be, in, you know, be a professional wrestler and make this my <coughs> career and feed my family and, yeah. and pay my mortgage with this. 
you know, fuck you for like being like, oh, well, you should have planned for, you know, for the, the global pandemic. Right. You know, it's like, yes, like, like should you have had, should you have a backup plan? Should you have a savings account? Absolutely. But not everybody can. Some people don't have that luxury. Yeah. Know. It's, you know, instead of saying, well, maybe you should have done this. It's like, okay, maybe say, what can I do to help? What right. can I do to like help, you know, buy these people's merchandise? ProWrestlingTees.com, man. Yeah. Any, pick, take your pick. Anybody on there. And actual wrestlers, uh, not wrestlers who work at the shop. Yeah, don't buy my shirt. No, not you. <laughs> not wrestlers that work at the shop that have health insurance and, you know, an actual nine to five. <laughs> I'm talking about wrestlers who, you know, like they're not gonna get to wrestle WrestleMania weekend. Right. Um, well, I mean, potentially. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that, like, by, by everything kind of like stopping at a standstill now, we can, we can kind of regroup and figure out a plan and, and nip this in the butt now. Yeah. So that, like, in two weeks when WrestleMania is happening. It's kind of everything dies down enough to where it's like okay, all this stuff can can happen without the fear of passing on this fucking pathogen. Right. See the like I'm just I'm I'm scared that they're just gonna like shut down everything. Like the government will shut down, and just be like you can get rid of the quarantine and martial law. Don't leave your fucking house. Yeah, don't leave your yeah. house. I mean, even paper. like as we speak, like uh, earlier today, you know, not to get political, but like Donald Trump did his. He did a little uh, press conference and he said, oh, the, the Americans coming in from other countries, they're going to do a voluntary two-week quarantine. It's like, that's how it starts. You know what I mean? How how do you enforce that? Yeah. If it's voluntary. I, yeah. You know? I don't know, man. It's, I don't it's know. getting, it's, it, it got, so it started with like, you know, somebody would cough and be like, oh, hope you don't have Corona or like. People joking around like, oh, I won't have coronavirus because I drink Modelo's. Yeah. And then it slowly turned into like, okay, well, people are actually getting sick from this. Oh, that's, that sucks, man. Like, Jesus. To like, oh, now they're canceling the NBA season. Yeah. And then it just snowballed from that. Am- like, it's starting to get really scary. Yeah, like, Am- Amazon's running out of toilet paper. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like... If Am- dude, if Amazon falls, we all fall. Yeah, I mean, they, like, literally, Annie just went to go look. My wife, she went on Amazon. She's like... There's no toilet paper available because, like, she went to she went to uh, Sam's Club and Walmart. There's some All fresh time, huh? There is some. I don't know. Well, luckily we're stocked up. We we get the Charmin Mega. Ooh. So, Bunny and Bunny and I <laughs> we can build a talking, fort with that shit. I was talking about it with uh, with Nick earlier. Uh, when was it? No, yesterday or the day before. Um, where I recently ran out of toilet paper, but that toilet paper lasted me about. Two, two years. Three years. So when we were living together, because it was me, Nick, and then uh, my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, man, I'm like, instead of, like, I'm just going to buy a giant thing of toilet paper instead of, oh, hey, do you want, can you go get some toilet paper? Yeah, yeah I got you. <laughs> yeah. I bought, like, a 64-pack or something. Like, some ridiculous fucking lot. thing. It was a lot. So it lasted me from there to my last apartment to maybe, like, a month ago. And I was like, oh, okay. So in my head, I'm like, if, you know, if push came to shove, I would probably only need about, you know. A couple squares. I mean, which, well, like. At uh, least we know he could spare a square. Yeah. Yeah, I could spare a square. Well, I have like a, I bought like a 12 pack of toilet paper and I'm like, if push comes to shove again, if I need to quarantine myself for two weeks, this should be fine because, uh, you know. 
a 64 pack lasted me two years. Two years, yeah. Well, not only that, you, there's the economy of use of the toilet paper. Like, are you a folder or are you a crinkler? I'm a crinkler for sure. You're a crinkler? Yeah. I'm a folder. I used to be a crinkler. But, yeah. What are the advantages to folding? Um, a, a, more, a smoother wipe. A smoother wipe, and I feel like you can cover more distance. You can cover more distance, and then, like with a crinkle, sometimes you don't get the crinkle just right, and you might yeah, slip. You, you slip, and your finger yeah. comes out with a little uh, surprise on it. But the the advantage of crinkling is you have so many. It's like a it's like a English muffin. It's full of nooks and crannies. Yeah, I feel like it really kind and of it really, you out. You get a little friction, you get a little scraping action, you get the scouring. And uh, listen. This when, is great imagery. When, when you're scrubbing with a scotch Bright pad, it's not smooth. Ooh. I'm talking like dishes. I'm not oh, I thought you, you meant like on your ass. I was like, no, ah. no, no, no. No, no, no. But uh, there's advantages to the both, I guess. Uh, I think we should get back into like aliens and conspiracy theory things so as much as uh, <laughs> as much as wiping your ass is entertaining talk this is a service um so we we mentioned it the nordics yes the aliens okay i want to get into this because i recently started watching the men in black films again mm-hmm. and we'll get into oh, men yeah. in black as well but uh like the nordics it's just so there's so I'm gonna see if I can get some reference material sure. pulled up, just so we can, so I'm not like spouting out complete nonsense. But yeah. well, um, as far as I know, Nordics are generally taller than us. Like typically, when we think of aliens, we think of like short, like the little green men or little gray guys. Nordics are like tall. Uh, well, like the whites that. Yeah, they're angular faces, blonde hair. Um, the only thing you would notice about them is they're kind of tall. Imagine like a, a really tilted t- t- Lars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lars could be an alien, dude. Legit, like I thought that when I first saw him, yeah. I was like, damn, he kind of looks like a like a Nordic. Like, like uh, imagine Tilda Swinton on stilts. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, just gangly. Well, that like I still can't believe you saw an alien. Yeah, it took this long after I took the time. No, it's uh, nobody believes me too because everyone thinks I'm just always fucking with them, but. I, uh, well, I'm not scared of many things, but uh, moths. No, at least it's moths. We're going to get it from Mothman prophecies, too. I, it, it's just, there's so, there's. If there was literally a man that was a moth, that would be the death of me. <laughs> oh. Well, see, like, it's weird. It's like, I've never really been, like, superstitious. Yeah. So, like, ghosts have never really, right. like, been a thing. I mean, like, I mentioned to you, I've recently seen that movie, uh, Crimson Peak. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Guillermo del Toro was like, oh, I'm going to try and get to talking about ghosts. And I was like, stick to a fucking, mer- stick deaf women fucking a merman. But, like, <laughs> it's a lot hotter. Like, when you think of, like, like actual descriptions of people meeting ghosts, very rarely well, see, are so, they hurting people. So, oh, no, it's always just like... I mean, there's poltergeist that cause, like, mischief and stuff, I suppose. But. So, I, I, there's one ghost story that I know of. I'm attached to it, I guess, by proxies. So, and again, I don't know how legit this is because me and the party involved, well, we're all Mexican. And there's one thing about Hispanic culture in general is they are superstitious as fuck. Bro. Oh, yeah. Like, super, super, you know, they believe in ghosts, but they don't believe in, like, depression or mental illness, right. you know? Uh, so the story I heard for years growing up, well, it came from my cousin, 
uh, and from uh, Elisa, works with us, my cousin, yeah. from her sister, because my cousin and her sister are like fucking BFFs that I grew up together. Uh, so there's a story where there was one night, it was like in one of their closets that like the dog was just like belligerently like barking and, rah, 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 and they were just like, we saw a ghost or something and like we just, nobody slept in that room anymore and just forever, like again, nobody slept in there until I think Elisa wound up taking over that room because she was like, free room and it's fucking huge. Hell, yeah, what the heck? Hell yeah. Um, but like, I don't know, I just, I've never experienced any like ghost stuff. Like I remember uh, I had a friend of mine who she, uh, she was at a, uh, like a, this mental ward mm-hmm. place or whatever. Uh, and it was like a newly built one. And like right across the street from that was uh, an old one that like had already been torn down. But I remember like looking up like, hey, like, fuck, fuck a haunted house. Let's go to this place. And, real which like, it, it's not me at all. I'm not that kind of fucking person. But that place was to be haunted. I remember I was just like, hey. Like, first off, when I went to go see her at this place, it was scary as fuck. But right. like, they're like, oh yeah, let's go visit your friend. Go down that long hallway. And it was just all fucking mirrors, or not mirrors, just all windows. And it's like super dark out. I'm just walking. I'm like, oh, this doesn't man. feel good. But yeah. Like we're like talking, and I'm, and she's like, man, she was like, people in here tell me a bunch of fucked up shit. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, a lot of them are like lifeless. They've been here forever, transferred from that older facility to this one. And the stories they would tell her about like, because like a lot of people died in that place. Right. You know. So there was like a lot of negative energy and like yeah you can just feel that in the air sometimes yeah and she was just like telling me all like the fucked up shit they would tell her and I'm like whoa that's pretty you know and so do you actually believe in ghosts no how about you <laughs> I um I I don't know what I believe I, I believe that there's something but I don't believe so that's a whole other like thing we can go down we'll come back to this yeah. project blue book stuff that I got here pulled up because this is kind of like a whole thing uh, of an explanation. So, no. So, what I tend to believe, I guess, is that I don't think ghosts are what we perceive as ghosts or spirits. I think that there are layers of reality that we can or can't. Some people can, some people can't. Uh, see it and I think that there's like they, they, they talk about people with like a sixth sense you know that mm-hmm. oh I could see ghosts or I could talk to the spirits and shit like that medians mm-hmm. uh, fortune tellers all that kind of stuff I think that certain people have this ability to kind of you know for lack of perceive better, yeah like lack, lack, of better, lack of a better term see beyond the veil right and I think that there are layers of reality that we don't necessarily know even that even exist that are all lay, like laying and happening at the exact same time in the exact same space, but we're just kind of like we, it's it's kind of hard to comprehend. I think that, um, but the idea of that is that like these like spirits that we see, like it's like a lot of times it's something out of the corner of your eye, or like oh shit, I think I thought I saw somebody walk past like through the room and stuff like that. It's just like these glitches in reality right. that are you're just kind of seeing like a, like a second of something else happening at the exact same time in the exact same place. Right. And there's also like a theory that this is also that there are no extraterrestrials, there are no aliens, that they're they're, they're actually interdimensional beings uh, that that are like trying to 
to Come connect to, yeah. to connect with us and, and try to, to bridge the gap between realities and stuff like that. So that's kind of like, that's kind of not, and again, like, I'm not saying like, oh, that's exactly 100% what I believe, right. but that's like kind of like the theory that, I'm, that, that I'm like, oh, that would be a fun thing to be real. Like, it's kind of like a, like Mandela effect. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, Mandela. Have guys, like, have you guys ever experienced Mandela effect? Um, I always like, the one that comes to me quickly, or the quickest I should say, is like the, the whole like shack or like Sinbad kind of like Kazam or Kablam kind of thing. I don't know. Are you yeah. familiar with that? The genie movie? Yeah. Yeah. Like it was Shaq. Shaq was no, in the movie. it was Sinbad. It was Shaq. Shaq was Kazam. Yeah, Shaq was Kazam. Everyone thinks it was Sinbad. Yeah. <laughs> Which. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure, right? Or, or, or the, there's the Berenstein Bears or Ber- the Berenstain Bears. Right. I always thought it was the Berenstain Bears. A Berenstain Bears. So yeah, I, with I remember. Because uh, they were Jewish bears, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had little yarmulkes. Yeah, uh, I remember going to see uh, Sausage Party. Oh yeah, uh, great movie. I, I, I was on a date, the first date. Uh, great date movie. That is I actually mean, a really great date. Well, movie. it was, but like we showed up and uh, there, this was before like the all theaters had the same seating, so we got kind of like shitty seats, um, and then. We finally started to hold hands. It was like one of those things where it was like, oh, like we were holding Hell hands. yeah. And one of those millipedes crossed, went across our hands. No. And it, yeah, it was fucking. I never told you. No, that's insane. Oh. Dude, I would have screamed. Well, she did. <laughs> threw her fucking hands up or whatever. And they're like, ah. And then we we're like, oh, watch out. There was like a you know, millipede, you know, whatever. And so there's like about midway through the movie where that happens. Everyone's kind of just mad. And she just puts her hands in her pockets. And this will. You know, it wasn't that great of a date. Uh, but then, like, afterwards, uh, she's, well, she, she's like, oh, she's like, man, if I, like, smoke a little bit, I'm like, yeah, no, whatever, that's fine. I'm like, I don't smoke. But uh, when, I was, when I was in my first apartment, and I was like, well, hey, I was like, if you want, um, let me go over there. Uh, there was, like, a, they were building, like, a deck. And so, but it basically, it was just, like, they hadn't built anything yet. So it was just, like, a flat surface. And yeah. like, right outside where my apartment was. So I was like, yeah, we could just go there. Like, you know, I'm like, well, you know, uh, I'll get some chairs. We could just hang out there. And basically, she wound up getting super high and we talked about Mandela effect all night. Hell yeah. Um, that was all that happened. That's what that was yeah, leading to. Yeah, yeah, I wish it could be like anything more happened, but definitely did not. Um, but we started talking about the Mandela effect and, you know, this, this, and that. And I was like, man, I it's always been in the back of my mind. I know it. I vividly remember, as a kid, being taught by like my teachers that it was A C B, not A B C, because I was like it was this was like I remember in like first and second grade I was just like, what the fuck like like that's so weird, and I know it wasn't a, I mean listen it might have been a case if I was just a stupid kid, but like <laughs> it was one of those things where like I had to like reteach myself and I'm like that's a very like weird and very specific thing because it's not like oh I don't know my alphabets like. No, I was always like a very strong writer and reader as a kid, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, I vividly remember as a child, you know, like ACB. I remember like on like Sesame Street and shows like that, it was ACB. I got maybe I don't know, maybe there was maybe <laughs> listen, maybe there was a glitch in the matrix. Maybe I'm just misremembering something because again, the human memory is not yeah. reliable whatsoever. Which is crazy. You know what's crazy too? I think like in that same thought is like yeah, have you ever like, like I don't want to say like lied to somebody, but like, 
but just kind of like told something that wasn't like completely true, but just, just, just like, to, oh, it's like something like you're telling a story and something in the story di- didn't necessarily happen, but it, to just make the story better, right. you kind of add a little embellishment on it. Guys, I didn't really really realize how it was going. <laughs> <laughs> but like, then you tell the story with this embellished part to it so many times that like to, to, it becomes so important. Fact. I mean, that's gaslighting. In your head, you're just like, oh yeah, this is, this is just the story mm-hmm. now. It's yeah. just, this is the, this is fact. <clears throat> Wasn't that like, that's gaslighting, right? Like in a relationship? Yeah, in, in a way, yeah. I, I, I've, I've definitely had that happen with friends where, you know, and I've been the perpetrator of it, where I've told a story and my friends were with me and I embellished it a little because it made the story better. Mm-hmm. And then they legitimately remember it the way I tell the story. Right. And like, I know in my head, I'm like, I kind of made that part up, but like, they're like, yeah, they did happen. Yeah, no, they're totally, I swear I saw See, that. But I forgot about that. I think, I think that's mostly, it's like the, it's the storyteller in you. Because I, yeah. I do that too. I, oh, yeah. I, I do that sometimes where it's like, you know, we, we have a friend of ours who uh, famously uh, ran away in the middle of the day. He was living with a girlfriend and things were going good. And he got, he waited for her to leave to work and then got all his stuff and left. I tell that story that he, that I, the way I always tell the story is, uh, they were up watching TV. She's like, oh, I'm going to bed. And then he was just like, all right, uh, I'm going to go to Burger King. And she was just like, all right, can you get me this? And I, and he was like, all right, sure. And then, uh, she went to sleep or whatever. She's like, just wake me up when you get home. And while she was sleeping, he just loaded up his car with as much of his shit as he could. And left. It was like it was like the, when the Grinch stole Christmas. He was like slithering around the house, <laughs> just kind of like collecting all their stuff. It's Basically, like, yeah, you know. And like I'll tell that story, and I'll be like, "Yeah, man, he ran away from people in the middle. He ran away from her in the middle of the night." And he'll always be like, "No, it's not always on the stone. That's not what happened." That's a better story. Though. I'm just like, yeah, it's a better <laughs> story. And the essence of the story is true. Yeah. I mean... The point of the story. Yeah, so there's a kernel of truth. I like I like telling stories of dumb things that I do and then saying someone else did it. And they clearly know I did it. Oh, but, yeah. But the just, other people are like, oh, really? Yeah. Check out this yeah. dumb thing that so-and-so did. Well, I can't believe he did this. Isn't it weird when you, like, you tell a story like that and people, like... So, like, I'll famous, I famously tell a story all the time where... Um, there was one time where my where my mom and I were coming home from uh, like she was helping me I was helping you with like a grocery or something. It's probably came back from like jewel or something. So we're coming back and uh, we see my sister in front of the house, the apartment we were living in, and it's her and it was like it was three of her friends. So it was just sitting there talking to them, and it, it, this all happened within like thirty seconds, like a minute. It happened so fast it, it feels like it was like five minutes, but. You see, that's like, oh no, it's clear. Clearly, these aren't her friends because she's getting a little loud, and I, I can tell her my sister's fucking right. getting angry. So she punches the one girl like straight in the face, just decks her, decks her to a point where like that girl falls back and it's just holding her face. Grabs the one girl who's next to her, grabs her by the hair, and just starts fucking giving it to her, just starts punching her, throws her to the ground as well. My sister's taller, you know. These girls are smaller you know a little wider but they were smaller so it was easy for her to throw them and the last girl's like no 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 and she grabs her and just starts beating the shit out of her too and like I tell her I'm like with I saw my sister beat the shit out of three girls 
you know, and people are talking like, oh, you're just, you know, being hyperbolic or just like this white. I'm like, no, I legitimately saw my, you know, it's, and right. again, it's not like, oh, the human mind, they trick on me. Like, no, that's what, that's, that was the 20, uh, or 2008 version of, uh, I met Kevin Smith and podcasted with them or Matt Nix wrestled Cody, you know, <laughs> like it was just some fucked up shit that happened that like, I would retell that story. And I can I can see why people would be like, oh, of course you're sure. supposed to run this fucking fight, but no, it happened. <laughs> That's I. You know what's funny is like I've never I've never seen so I've never seen my sister fight before. I don't think she ever. Had, I don't. I, I want to ask her that when I get home. Uh, I'm gonna ask her if she ever got in a fight. But I mean, I've definitely seen my brother get into a fight, and it was just funny because like my brother, like current day brother. My younger brother, he's like four years younger than me, but he's like six foot two, oh, yeah, like 180 pounds. Like, like, he's like so jacked and like in way better shape than I am. Uh, but like, when we were in high school, when I was a senior, he was a freshman, and as a freshman, he was like four or like five foot two, uh, like a hundred, maybe a hundred pounds soaking wet, and he just like hit his growth spurt later in light, you know, right? And um, but I remember. It, he he's always been like a smart mouth, even though, even when he was little, and uh, he would always just talk so much shit all the time. And I'm like, you're gonna get your ass beat one day. And sure enough, one day um, we we're getting off the school bus, and this kid, this other kid used to live on the next block. Um, they were talking shit, talking shit, and then my brother just like walks up to him and just swings back like just his whole arm into this punch and just decks the kid right in the face. And the kid stumbles back and falls, and then my brother just gets on him and starts hitting him. Hitting him, hitting him, and I'm like, yo, dude, hold on. Like, I pull him off, and I'm like, you gotta chill, man. Like, but it was, it was pretty crazy. Like, I, I think, I don't think I've ever seen him get his ass beat, except for me. And that was from him. He called my mom a bitch one time. Ooh. And I, I walk, I just walked right into his room. He's in his bed, just on his phone. I just walk in there. He looks up at me. I just punched him right in the face. He gets up, like, trying to, like, cover himself up. And then I just speared him through the closet door and into the, into the closet. And I just started hitting him until he stopped moving. <laughs> my dad, I got in trouble for that. And I was just like, hey, I was just, like, after that, like, he, you know, it was like, uh, everything was cool. But, like, now he could probably beat my ass. Well, there's, some, there's something about, like, having a righteous fury against your brother that, like, they just crumble. They're like, oh, oh he's just like, I know. He knew I know I was in the wrong, yeah. And uh, it's just funny now because, like, he, he's definitely, like, stronger than me and, like, bigger than me now. But, like, whenever I go to my parents and, like, I'll be like, hey, what's up, man? He'll always, like, try to fuck with me and, like, try to, like, grab me and be like, let's wrestle. Because he wrestled in high school with me, right. too. Now he's, like, like, the same size so he can actually hold his own. Right. But he's just, like, he'll, like, try to grab me and I'll still, like, muscle my way out and get him down. And he's, like, he's, like, how are you so strong still? He's, like, you don't even work out. And I'm just, like, it's big brother strength. Yeah. Like, I never... <laughs> So my younger brother, you guys have met my younger brother. Mm-hmm. He's like six. In my in my mind, he's still twelve, but he's twenty one. I'm a bad brother. He, he's like he's like six seven years younger than me. Six. Uh, and like when he was born, he was born premature, and so like he was always just kind of like small. I just I never fucked with my brother. Right, you know? right. You're just and, afraid to break him. Uh, no, I mean, I would, there was, there was definitely times where I just like fucking, oh, look, he fell. Maybe he should have been running. Like I fucking told him not to run. <laughs> you know, a lot of those, which my nephew definitely gets a lot of those too. Um, but like, it was more so like fights with like my sister. But the funny thing is she was always so protective of me. 
I've had people around me my entire life. Like I've I've never gotten into like an actual fight. I I, I was like in a pretty bad relationship. The last one I was in, and she thought she could, she, you know. She, she was like, yeah, women's rights. And I was like, well, equal less means equal rights. And there was definitely a suplex. There was one time where I just straight up suplexed her. <laughs> you know? And again, I don't want to get into all that, but, you know. You earned, you earned your licks there. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely one of those things where... Or, uh, not earned your licks. You... Something. Never, so, listen, something something you, was licked. Something was licked, and you, and you came out a better person. Yeah. Yeah, that's listen, what I mean. I, I, never, I, never, I never punched her in the face. Yeah. But, no marks. Yeah, no marks. But you put, a, was, you put a phone book and then punch her. <laughs> oh, my God. But so I used to get into fights <laughs> with my sister, you know, because, again, she's we're Irish twins. She's yeah. one year younger than me. This is um, me and my sister. She's one year older. Yeah, exactly. So we would often, like, get into scuffles. And right around the time... I was probably like 12 when I got into wrestling. So when I learned like wrestling, like I would literally put her up in the torture rack and just do that. Like we would like get into it or whatever. Because so she, uh, my older nephew, uh, her, his dad, him and my sister were like boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, since like third grade. And he was just like, Ooh, I'm your sister's boyfriend. So of course being like, you know, yeah. big brother, I was like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of this kid. And I would constantly like, <laughs> I don't want to say pick on him, but, like, when he would say something like that, I would, like, put him in wrestling moves and just do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and it never came to, like, blows, though. Like, I remember one time he said something, and I was just like, yeah, what's up, the motherfucker? Again, I run my mouth. I'm like, yeah. I'm like <laughs> I run my mouth for someone who, I mean, I I don't know. I never got into a fight, but, you, you know, I'm Conor McGregor when I get fucking angry. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it was always just, like, fights like that, like, with my sister. But it was never anything, like... Serious, you know, it was a lot of just like, oh, I beat the shit out of each other, and it's like, oh, yeah, fuck you, oh, fuck you. Hey, mom, so if you want uh, some uh, pizza bites, you know, <laughs> make some, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I never had like a, like a legit like shoot fight. Like I mentioned, so I mentioned it in last week's episode of the PWT cast, uh, available on iTunes and wherever you download your podcast. Um, as of, we don't have like the same listeners, <laughs> um, the same kind of people. <laughs> There was like one fight, and we'll. I'll stop talking after this, and I've just been talking so much. <laughs> now you're rolling. You're yeah. rolling. There was one in high school. Uh, that guy that I mentioned who bought laxatives and anti-diarrhea medicine at the same time. Oh. Uh, he and I did not get along. Uh, it was a combination of I was friends with Vivian, and he was like dating her at the time, uh, and he thought I was trying to like encroach him. This was like no, no, nobody. Like we're literally just friends. Uh, but I was trying to get with uh, the one girl he wound up getting pregnant leaving high and dry for the Navy, funny enough. Uh, like, her and I were, you know, like, talking. So he just didn't like me. And the thing about me is, like, I have a lot of really close friends, you know, the, the, the friends I do have, you know, like, brothers. You know, mm-hmm. you guys are, like, brothers to me. Like, most of my close friends are, like, close friends for reasons, you know. So in high school... My like from eighth grade, my eighth grade graduating class maybe like eighty kids. Of those eighty, Jesus. seventy of those, or maybe, I don't know, whatever it was. I don't think it was that big. No, I was, no, I'm saying that's like not a lot. Yeah, no. it's tiny. Like uh-huh. my my graduating class was like hundred and fifty for eighth grade. Oh, for eighth grade, no, uh, no, it was like definitely over, definitely over a hundred. Well, like of those eighty kids, seventy of those kids went to Lakeview. Everyone else kind of just fucked off. 
and went other places. Hmm, so right, that's cool. So it's like, oh, I've been friends with most of the people from you know same time. Right. Uh, in comes Arturo, who one of my best friends. We've literally been friends since kindergarten. He, I, you know, we have matching tattoos, all that. You know, I, my godson is his son. Uh, he did not like Mark either. They were both basically like the same person, you know, like tiny version doesn't like the older version. Uh, so I specifically remember there was one time where me, Ivan, uh, Lisa's fiance, and Arturo were going on a lunch. And so we're walking and I was like, oh, there's Mark and his fucking friends. Or not even his friends. It was like him and fucking some girl. I don't know. So we're walking and, just, da, 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 and I'm like looking at Ivan. I'm like, oh, hey, so what, I don't know, whatever, you know, what are your thoughts on you know, whatever the case may be, and you just hear someone get slammed up against a locker, and there's Arturo just like beating the shit out of this guy, just <laughs> throwing these fists. And the favorite part is like that fight's going on or whatever. Uh, and then this this one security guard, this giant security guard, this guy was like almost like seven feet tall, comes and grabs Arturo to pick him up. So, but because Arturo now has leverage, he's just even beating the shit out of this kid even more because the height difference was very noticeable. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they get into that fight, and like I remember, you know, everyone gets pulled into like the principal's office and stuff. And they're like, oh, I was like, this was not because of me. I was like, this kid probably wanted to try and fight me. I was like, but Arturo's there, and everyone was like, wait, you fought Mark, and Arturo finished the fight for you. And I was like, nope, I never even got involved. Yeah. Like it, it never even came to that. Yeah, you're just like confused. Yeah, because everyone's like, what's going? On? Like everyone's in the lunchroom, and they like over the intercom is just like, oh, Alberto, please. I think they want you in like, the principal's office. I was like, yeah, I'm going to finish my food first. Yeah, like, yeah. And then I'll, then I'll go up there. I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I remember they made me call my mom and I was like, hey, and I explained to her and she's like, what? And then she's like, yeah, I'm like, here, and give it to the phone. Like, she told like the disciplinarian. She was just like, yeah, he's not getting any sort of suspension. Um, so let him go back to class. And they're like, oh, but she's like, yeah, no, she's like, I'm going to fucking come down there and like, Give you guys very careful, yeah. yeah. And they're just like, <sighs> she's like, yeah, Arturo either. Don't suspend him, but I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, Project Blue Book. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I I've been stupid. No, we got off. We got off. We were talking. We had some good ghost talk. Yeah. Hey, what, about, uh, let's, what about let's let's get a good fight. Uh, uh, oh, I want to hear a stank fight story. Uh, well, when I was younger, see, I, I told my brother this. Uh, one of the great things I like about working at Pro Wrestling Tees is. Like most of the most of you guys like never saw me when I was like I give me a shithead, but like I was like a real shithead. Which is funny because you were like you two, both of you in this room right now are legitimately like the nicest people. Like oh, that's listen, very generous of me. Yeah, there, there was some sort of nuclear like blast that just instantly killed us all, and there was a heaven. Uh, but if there was a heaven, and we're spoilers. going to no, spoilers. <laughs> we're, like, we're going up to you know heaven through the gates to be like, oh, they'd be like, all right, David, come in. All right, Nick, come in. Uh, you, you're in that line. And I'm like, what line? They just fucking kick me down to hell. Yeah. Well, like when I was younger, I had, I don't, I don't want to say it was like a Napoleon complex because I, I was pretty tall, and uh, and I just had like this weird chip on my shoulder, and I'd gotten like lots of fights and uh, like. I'll tell, like, the story of, like, my very last fight that I had, um, which actually got me to stop fighting. It was a friend of mine. He actually, he, had, he was, like, a drug dealer. He was selling weed and stuff in ecstasy, and we all went camping one time, and 
gotten like a little bit of an argument. Now I don't partake of drugs, but I had a lot of friends that were doing stuff like that. And uh, say sounds like a good camping trip. Yeah. Um, long story short, um, he made some threats. He he said something about doing so- something to my wife. She was my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And then he said he was going to shoot me after making me watch it. And then all my friends were like, "What are you going to do about it?" I think so. I got really pissed and. Uh, so I went to his house and I was trying to get him out of his house. So he had like this brand new Mustang and I was like pushing on, on it to get the alarm. I wasn't like fucking with his car because I hate when people do that. Yeah. But I was trying to get his alarm to sound and he comes out and he has like a big fucking steak knife in his hand. And I'm and I'm thinking, this guy's just going to, I'm going to be a pincushion. I, I, I like, I resolved that I was just going to get stabbed a couple times. <laughs> Jesus, come to terms with it in a matter of seconds. Yeah, well, because now like, all my friends drove up, but like I don't believe in mob mob actions or anything. It's like stay there and just watch for posterity, right? Right. How, how old were you? Probably twenty five. Twenty five, probably. Yeah. So I had a couple friends in a car and they were watching. He comes out with a steak knife and then he was like confused, like, What are you what are you doing? What are you And I was I said I don't I don't wanna say what he said because it's very vulgar, but like I said, Say that to my fucking face, right? I don't know if this is no, you can okay. say whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Cock. Yeah, cock. Balls. Shit. Damn it. Damn it. I gotta edit that out. So, um... I said, it wasn't the end where you guys... I said, say that to my fucking face, you piece of shit. And he's like, what? And then he was acting like, I don't know what you're talking about. And in my head at the time, I was thinking, of, of course you would say that because you're fucking scared, right? Right, yeah. Um, but he looked genuinely confused, which confused me at the time. And then... But I saw him, he's like gripping the knife like a... Like, he's getting ready to do something. And, like, so I've been in a lot of fights before, and I've always had the rule, let them hit me first. Right. Just so I can say I didn't start the fight, technically. I would do everything, like, I'd spit on someone, I'd fucking talk, I'd say crazy, (laughs) outlandish shit. But I was like, I'm going to get stabbed. So as hard as I could with my left hand, like, I'm right-handed, but I fucking, I decked him right in the face, and he was out. Like, I... (laughs) <laughs> also, like, in all my fights, I don't think I've ever hit someone as hard as I could, like, with every bit of, like, like if I'm trying to punch a hole through a wall. I was trying to, I was trying to punch a hole through this guy's head. So I hit him, and he's just falling back. He drops the knife, and uh, he hits the ground, and then I just start, I start going to time kicking the shit out of him. Um, and he's kind of, he's, like, coming to a little bit, and then I think I knocked him out a, a little bit again. And uh, a mutual friend of ours, Sherman, this, we call him Big Worm, he's like, he's a bigger guy. He's like, Stank, what are you doing? Quit, that's your friend. And I said some really, I said, back up, you fat fucker, I'll do, you know, you're next. And I shoved him. Yeah, he's the nicest guy. He's like, stop it. And so he's laying there and I'm, I'm putting the boots to his, like the points of my feet are just hitting him right in the ribs. And then... I grabbed him by his hair. He's like laying kind of in the fetal position. I grabbed him by his hair and then I punched down as hard as I could with my oh right my hand. God. And his head goes off the t- off the fucking off front the, steps. No, off the, like the, we were like in the street next to the curb. Oh, his head bounces like that. Dang you! And it made like a real joke, it, it made a real sickening sound, and he started bleeding. Like I saw like a puddle of blood coming out, and then it must have woke him up because then he made like this. Like ethereal, like oh, it was it was like a zombie Death or something. Mode. Yeah, because I think he had no idea what was happening at that point, 
and I woke I woke him up with that, and he was just, and all my friends are like sticking their heads out of that car, like holy shit, and then, like at that point, I started getting a little nervous. I think I was like, oh, I think I took this too far. I'm going to jail. <laughs> yeah, but still, I'm still like mad. And then I look at my friend Sherman. I said, tell this bitch when he wakes up, there's more where that came from. And I just like stood over him, and, and I kind of saunter over to the car where my friends are, and I turn back, and it's, I swear it's like. When Batman's parents died, he's under the streetlight, and this guy Sherman's cradling our mutual friend that I just beat to a pulp. And he's like, "It's okay, it's okay. The the ambulance is coming." And we could hear like cop cars and like ambulance sirens. And I just go to my friend's car and I say, uh, "Just go. I don't want to be in a car. I don't want you guys to get pulled over with me." Yeah, I'll walk home or something. And I'm just I'm running in like cop cars and an ambulance and a fire truck come, and I can see it. And then uh, one of my friends at the time was a cop for the Elgin PD, and I called. I called him, and he goes, "He goes, uh, what did you do?" And I said, "He knew already." Yeah, I was like, "I think I made him retarded." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "I." Th- I was like, "I think." I think we're going to go to jail for the rest of my life. Oh my god! And he goes, "I think you almost killed him, man." And I was like, "I know." I was like, "What do I do?" He's like, "Lay low." I don't know if Sherman's going to tell him because they were big because he was a drug dealer. Right, so they're, they're, like, yeah, they're like, maybe they won't snitch on you. So I was like, okay, so I laid low, and then um, he went to the hospital and stuff, and um, they they had to do some surgery on his jaw, and like he was peeing blood and stuff, and then my some of our mutual friends went to go visit him at his house, and uh, he couldn't talk, but he pulled open a drawer and he was he flashed a gun like he's gonna shoot me, right, and then. Um, my wife, you know, we had my two stepsons. Peyton wasn't around. And she's like, you can't keep doing this to us. And, like, in my rage, I was like, oh, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm doing this for you. Right, you're defending. And then, I, and then I realized just being an idiot going out there and just, you know, now I've maybe possibly put her in more danger. Right. And when she said, you can't keep doing this to us, it's like, it was like your dad saying, I'm disappointed in you. Right. And so, um there were times he would drive by with his Mustang. We would be on the same road, and I would just stop. And I'm, I'm trying to be I'm like, go ahead, fucking do something. He would just drive off. And then um, eventually he found Jesus. <laughs> really? And then he tried to set it up with my cop friend at the time. And he goes, I want to have, like, a meeting, and you be a moderator. And then I was, like, I was like, all right, I'm not scared. I'll go over there. I thought it was, like, an ambush or something. And he basically said, I wanted to kill you. Um, but I found Christ and my pastor says I should talk to you and let it go and forgive you. And what I really think happened was he may have said some stuff, but I think some of my friends who are, none of those guys are my friends anymore, except for Sherman, big the guy, worm. Big, worm. big Worm. Um, I think they were just trying to start shit just, and they didn't think I would go that far, oh. which is why he looked so confused when I was like, say that shit to my face. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm sure he said something. He probably said he was going to shoot me in the knee or something. Did you just, did you explain the whole situation to him? Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, "I really don't remember saying anything." <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't remember a lot of things. Yeah. Though. So, but but I, but at the time, I'm really feeling myself. As a, as a, of course, you would say that you're fucking terrified of a god walking the streets here is yeah. coming to you know collect. Um, but in the in that time, I realized it was toxic masculinity, and I let my ego get out of control. And doing that, I. I had to go to court for it too, and I saw his parents in the court, and I couldn't even look, I couldn't look at him because they were like, "You're a monster." 
Yeah, and they, they and, and they weren't even looking angry at me. They were like, it was, there was almost like a fear, like I'm some kind of like probably like how Mike Tyson gets looked at a lot. Yeah. And I just realized I was like, this is not that's not who you are. That's not what I want to be. And so, like I told my wife, I was like, unless it's some life and death stuff or if someone's assaulting a friend of mine, I'm not going to go looking for a fight anymore. So. I haven't been in any more fights, but oh, I'm very glad. God I damn, ain't. that's like the best. That's like the best like fight story I've ever heard. Oh, it was uh, at the time it was the most thrilling, and like I'm glad like none of my stepsons have ever gotten in fist fights. And my youngest stepson Jake says, "What's it like to get a fight?" And I always tell him, "You just punch him in the face. You never feel more alive. There's you never feel more alive than when someone's punching you in the face, or you're punching them back. You just feel like I don't. I don't this know. is it's survival it's at high. that point. Yeah." Um, I guess I said I've never been in it. I mean, I, I still technically wasn't in this fight. This was, and the premise will stop talking about fights after this. It's just, <laughs> fight club. No, keep going. It's been a very long podcast, and this has gone all over the place, but those are the best kinds. Um, one, I'm, one I'm, I'm happy that that you're my, uh, my co-host and my friend, <laughs> because now I know if anyone ever tries to beat me up while podcasting. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll break my vow to defend yeah. you. Hell yeah. Um I was my first. Uh, my I haven't mentioned her to you. We'll call her Lucy. Uh, my first real girlfriend, Lucy. When I was dating her, uh, her cousin. So it was her. Her parents owned the entire building, the entire house uh, in the basement. It was one of her aunts slept there. Uh, her sister slept there, and then her room. Um, and then in the on the second floor was her parents. And her two sisters, you know, I had their rooms. And then upstairs was her aunt, who, her aunt and the grandma, and the aunt had, like, okay, like, four kids, and the oldest had, like, two kids. And it was not that big, not big enough for all those people. Uh, and they were kind of the black sheep of the family upstairs. Yeah. Especially, like, the one girl who had, because the guy that she had the kids with, um, he was like a notorious like piece of shit and would like beat her and abuse her and stuff. And he'd been gone for the longest. But all of a sudden she's pregnant with kid number three. Twins. And they're like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Is it the same guy? And she wasn't saying that she just, she just started bringing, mind you, like uh, Lucy's parents were really cool, really, you know, they're just like, we just don't want them around here, please. Like not around, you know, anything. Right. And they just started bringing them around anywhere, anyways, and it became like a whole thing where they're like, "Oh my god, this guy's up," you know, he's up. I think it was like Dexter. Like Dexter's here, he's upset. Dexter. And it just became like a whole thing, and like it was always just like annoying because it was like just fucking call the police and tell me you want me, you know? Right. But they just they I don't know. It was they don't want to cause something. They want to be confrontational, yeah. like because yeah. then you're just yeah. And then there was one day where I remember we were downstairs, and uh, you just hear like commotion. Going Oh, because it was, I guess, the the youngest cousin, from the her cousin's upstairs, the youngest one, he said something to him, and they both kind of just got into a little scuffle. I think, like, that Dexter guy, like, shoved them or something, and, you know, he came downstairs, and he's, like, crying and all this stuff, and I remember, like, I remember, like, I was fucking pissed, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, dude, he's a fucking, he's, like, eight years old. What the fuck? Like, what are you doing now? Yeah, right. And, you know, and then they're getting upset, and it's like, just fucking just chill and then her stepdad comes up so he's like oh what happened and then he explains and then that's when it's like oh okay now this guy mind you again super chill guy super fucking like you know 
cool and collective. Now he's fucking upset, and now he wants to fucking fight this guy. But it's like, great. And so all this is going on, and I'm just like, oh my god. Like, okay. <laughs> like, in my mind, I'm like, one, I have fucking flip-flops on, so if the fight goes down, I'm fucked, because I'm like, I got these fucking weak little ET arms, but I got these fucking thumb and thighs, and I used to play soccer, so I'm like, I'm good with my fucking legs. Right. <laughs> kick the shit out of someone if you have an ostrich kick. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh my god. I'm like, please, this isn't going on. And then, at one point, he's leaving, that guy Dexter's leaving, and her mom, the, the aunt, uh, she's like, it's, you know, walking out with him or whatever, and Lucy's parents, who the mom, the mom and aunt, they're they're sisters. They're out there. They're talking shit, and you know the dad wants to fucking fight this guy, and the sisters are. And I'm just like, oh my god, and like I fucking my Lucy at the time, she's fucking going crazy, and I tell like the the one other sister, I was like, fucking, don't open this fucking door, no matter what, do not open this fucking door, and I like close it shut, and like I lock it. I have some keys. I'm like I lock it. And I go out there because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, but I have to fucking do something. Too fucking late. Fucking Juan and Dexter, they're just fucking going at it. They're literally just fighting. They're fighting each other. And then the aunt and the mom go down there to separate. And then they start fucking fighting. It turns into this whole big fucking thing. And I'm like, ah. So I like, I run down there. I'm like, all right, let me fucking. And they're fucking fighting. And the, the one guy, Dexter, he was small. He was small enough. And I literally, I'm just like, I don't know what to do. So I put him in a fucking chokehold. Juan's swinging. I'm trying not to get hit in the fucking face. Right. And at this point, everyone comes running out of the house. The little cousin, he comes and he's small enough. He just starts fucking punching this guy in the dick. So he goes down. <laughs> Juan's fucking hitting him. I'm literally just sitting there just trying to choke him out. And at some point, it gets fucking separated. And it's like, oh, you know, we're like, we're just going back inside. And then... That's when my girlfriend, she comes out, and the, her and the aunt, they start talking shit, and she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. she's like, and then, because the cousin, the, the pregnant girl comes downstairs, and then they're yelling, they're like, oh, you're not going to fucking hit me, I'm fucking pregnant. <laughs> and the one girl, the, the, one, the middle one, who I was like, don't fucking open the door, who I thought was the most common collective, just fucking open hand, just slap, Ooh. just fucking slaps her. Ooh. Your face ain't pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Her my my girlfriend starts fighting her aunt, and then the mom sees and she comes over and she starts fighting her sister. She's like, "Don't fucking!" Do-. It was like my family. It sounds, this isn't this like is, this is like the most white trash. It was the most like, white trash thing. But like, <laughs> it's an episode of cops. It wasn't them at all. And I'm again stuck in the middle of this where I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Juan and Dexter start fucking going at it again. The one neighbor comes out and I was like, "Dude, just call the cops, please!" Like and that was. That was just like the word. It just you brought you brought up <laughs> memories of that. Again, like I don't consider that a fight because all I did was a good rumble. Yeah, that's like that is like a rumble. Yeah, the, like the sharks and the yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a Puerto Rican in between there. So, <coughs> you, you hear a switchblade go off. Uh, so okay, I, I do want to touch on this really quick. Yeah, we'll run through yeah, it. We'll real wrap quick. it up with this. Cause so this is just like uh, I guess like this the ending. Ending notes and stuff. Like that. So just kind of talking about like Project Blue Book, and um, uh, for those for those of you who are not familiar with it, um, it's so it's it's it was basically a series of tests and studies that, that the Air Force did um, in like 1952. They they did uh, yeah. So they they were basically studying like you know UFOs, um, 
this is following like different other projects that they did, like in they did Project Sign and Project Grudge in 1947, 1948, or sorry, 49. Um, basically, it was just to kind of like determine whether or not UFOs were a threat to national security and to scientifically analyze uh, UFO re UFO related data. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like it's a it's a pretty long report. I, I have a physical copy of it at home, <laughs> um, but it's uh, a lot of the stuff that they talk in there is like it's a lot of like you know UFO basic UFO information that you would find anywhere. Uh, but for me specifically, because it's like okay, it's supposed to be a scientific study, right? So a lot of the stuff that they talk about in here is like alleged, and I do air quotes, mm -hmm. alleged uh, extra extraterrestrial. Um, beings like a list of different races and stuff that that have been reported in in these close encounters um just basically they're claimed and speculated to be associated with ufos um so real quickly i would go down this list because it's not it's not a very long list um but we have the the flatwoods monster which is just been described as like a tall humanoid space-shaped head uh which i believe yeah so there's a story in like uh, Braxton County, uh, Virginia, of this like story. It, it's kind of like a, a like a, f a legend of folklore. Uh, it, it's something that happened in like 1952. Uh, there's a bright object that crossed over the sky. Uh, and investigators thought it was like a meteorite or something. But then this guy like found like he 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 went out into the forest when he saw these lights and stuff, and and he saw this like this creature that was like. You know, it's shaped like a barn owl, right. and uh, it's just perched up in the tree with with the shadows uh, making its appearance appear to be like a large humanoid creature. And there's a lot, there's like a whole bunch of stories on that, like and different um, like different sightings of this. And it's it's like local, like locally, like to Flatwoods, like it's kind of like their like um, uh, Loch Ness monster kind mm -hmm. of thing. They they see lots of sightings of this. Um, the Greys, which is kind of like the the Cena Reticuli, the yeah, the the like generic alien yeah that you think of. It's a, you know gray skin humanoids, usually about three to four feet tall, hairless, with large heads, black almond shaped eyes, nostrils without noses, slits for mouths, no ears, and three to four fingers, including thumbs. Uh, Greys have been the predominant extraterrestrial beings of the of alleged alien contact since like the nineteen sixties. Yeah, when you think of like abductions, those are the aliens yeah that's kind of like and it's like you look at south park that south park aliens it's pretty much the, yeah. the ones that i'm thinking about we got we got one on the, on the table yep. here um the hot hopskin hopskinsville goblin yes so this is one of my favorite stories oh yeah i'll let you i'll let you handle this one so there it's called the kelly hopkinsville incident and there was like a farm town or a farm family and their house was assaulted by like little like aliens. Mm -hmm. They were scurrying on the roof. They were popping up in windows. Uh, there were children and several adults in the house. And it was basically a siege on the house. And now these adults, uh, they had shotguns and rifles. And they were shooting at these creatures as they were popping up in the window. And they would hear like a metallic, like a clang. Like they, like they were shooting a bucket. And then like the alien would fly off. And they held these aliens off, several of them for hours into the morning until like daybreak. And then they went to the sheriff and said, our house was assaulted. Um, 
the sheriffs went to the house and there was evidence that they were shooting the windows out and like yeah like holes in the walls and yeah like, like if you read about it it's it like it's one of those ones that makes like my skin crawl is that about men in black do they yeah oh yeah do they yeah he mentions it's in Tommy Lee's uh when he's like indoctrinating fucking Will Smith into all this he, he mentions that story he's oh. like yeah little green man yeah, it's yeah, it's one of the most chilling stories. And then like even like they drew it looks like a it looks like a goblin. Um, but even like I look at the drawing and I imagine it as like a kid and I'd be like freaked out. Yeah, dude. So what is it called? The, the Hop- Hopskinsville. So it's H O P K I N S V I L E Goblin. Yeah. And they're they've basically been described as like small greenish silver looking humanoid creatures. Yeah. Or it's uh, the Kelly Hopkinsville incident, which is also like I mean the, the, those oh, guys. It looks, the, it looks like a it looks like a sable eye. Yeah, yeah. That's this is what uh, if any of you guys know Pokemon, uh, sable eye. That's see. what he's based on. Oh, oh yeah. Was, which is also a very creepy looking Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, could you imagine that being out? First of all, this is, and this is a genuine com. Conversation I have with my wife. She loves the country and she wants to live out there. Oh, I'm like, no, that's where all the fucking <laughs> alien activity happens. Yeah, and like a sheriff can't come for like hours. Yeah, screw. They're, they're sitting on their ass, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, like we talked about the Nordics. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're called the Space Brothers, which I think is kind of Space cool. Brothers. Um, Venusians. Like Ven- from Venus? From Venus, sure. yeah. Uh, the Tall Whites, or the uh, Ar- Argonians? Argathons, A-G-A-R-T-H-A-N-S. I'm terrible pronunciation. Um, humanoids typically, or with stereotypical Nordic features, you know, tall, blonde hair, blue eyes, and have uh, been featured in several cases of contact. It is said that they are from ancient Earth, but presenting themselves as ETs in the past, they moved from living on the surface to live underground around the Himalayas area with, uh, after a natural event. Um, there's also like this, this whole, like, um, the idea of, so, um, what the heck's, uh, Adolf Hitler back in like the, the Thule society, the Thule society. Yes. But, uh, but also, uh, God, what's, what's the name of, um, what was the name of the uh, the median that he used to like talk to all the time? Uh, she has that book. Hitler's um, favorite occultist. Let me look at it. Let me look it up for an hour really quick, so so I don't. Well, that, space. that's always like, a thing too, where I, I mentioned it. I was talking about it uh, earlier in the day with Karima. Like Hitler was fuck. He was into like all like those like mm-hmm. into the occult and a bunch of shit like that, where it's genuinely interesting. Like it genuinely interests me. And it's just, it's a shame that someone with that many interests was such a fucked up individual and it could have been like, yeah, you know, like imagine if like Elon Musk was the one who was just like, we're going to find the fountain of youth and used all his resources and stuff to find that. Or like <laughs> Bill Gates was like, hey, we're going to invent time travel. Instead, it was the worst, probably the worst man in history. Yeah. Oh, why am I so, like, I can't, I literally cannot find this person's name, but it's like killing me for some reason. Um, I mean, it's no, it's no secret that like Hitler and the Nazis were like super into, into the occult and like, like you said, like they were looking for the fountain of youth. They were looking for the fountain of youth. They were looking for ways to reanimate the corpses of dead Nazi soldiers to send them back into battle. 
they were doing research into werewolfism to do like cross cross uh, like species. Yeah, mm-hmm. cross species uh, soldiers. <laughs> um, allegedly, they harness they they with a, a downed UFO that they captured or something that they were they were harnessing that technology to use it as like their own air force mm-hmm. basically. Um, but one of the things, so obviously the biggest thing from the Nazis was this idea of like the master race mm-hmm. and, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, the Aryans, the yeah. Aryan race, which is another, like another, another, like not another title, but like another thing that they, they talked about these, like there's, there's, there's a whole nother story, but I mean, if, if you're familiar with like the story of like Lemuria and all this stuff, where there's like these like lost con- continents in, uh, they talk about like the Lemurians were like one of these like seven races that like inhabited the earth like thousands of years ago. And like, um, one of these seven master races was the Aryan race, which people also attribute to being like these Nordics that they, that they speak of. So it all kind of comes full circle. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like, I think that's kind of crazy. And they, they also say like, there's like, there's this whole thing. I don't. I don't. I won't go deep into this because, like, I don't know the details as, as uh, as well as other things. But, and you can look this up because there's a lot of this is documented information. Um, there was uh, when was Dwight D. Eisenhower president? That was like in the, in the 50s, right? 40s, 50s, uh, 50s, 50s, 50s. So there's there's this whole story of like he's he's out in California and he disappears for like a good chunk of like the night, like from like, like late, it was like an mm-hmm. early morning, late night. And like, he's like unaccounted for. And they're like, what the fuck happened to you? And he's like, oh, like, and he, he releases, cause everyone's like freaking out. And they release like this press release and everything that were like, oh, the president, oh, excuse me. The president had to go for this emergency dental surgery. Like he had to go, like he, he chipped a tooth, he broke a tooth eating something. He had to go in for emergency surgery. like that night so that's where he was like don't even ask any questions and everyone's like all right i guess that's what it was but in what has also been recounted from from military personnel who have been there or that that were there when this happened is that they met at this uh air force base in southern california with different uh races of aliens extraterrestrials that came down one of them being the nordic mainly the nordics because they're they were like hey uh, things are getting pretty crazy down here. Uh, you guys should probably not like fuck around with you, like these atomic weapons right. and all this stuff. Like they basically hammered out this treaty, uh, allegedly, because we don't know. Right. Um, but the 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 whole st- the story goes that they came down. They were like, hey, like all these aliens, different ra- the different races. They all met with the president and they came up with this plan. They're like, hey, you guys kind of like look out for us a little bit and make sure that like things don't get too crazy here and in return you guys are allotted this many people that you're allowed to abduct because they're they're doing it for like research they, right. they want to they're they're researching and like doing they want to know collect information on us right. and stuff so he's like okay yeah you guys can take you know x amount of people per year or whatever and you know this many animals and stuff and that's what they even talk about like allegedly there's like this underground base or bunker like out in the desert or like underneath the Denver airport where they were, the government is working hand in hand with these aliens. Like men in black. Like men in black almost. Um, Then there's, there's so many stories of that where like there was like something, something went 
went crazy and like uh this this soldier like i mean of course i'm getting most of this information from watching these like ancient alien shows but like um or just like these documentaries about like you know stuff i mean if you're, if you're familiar with like bob lazar mm-hmm. like the, the the shit that he talks about where he's like yo we had these like ships here that like the anti-gravity we, and yeah stuff. we were working yeah. on them and like we were doing stuff we, we didn't know where they were from or like what we did but we we knew these were fucking alien spaceships you know we knew that we had them but we couldn't talk about it and um and that that's kind of the same thing as they had these like underground like laboratories and like some shit went crazy and like one of like the aliens started fighting each other and like they're they like oh they're still trying to start an intergalactic war and they had it like blew up through the surface and like these like like u.s soldiers are like saying like yeah like i literally had to shoot my way out of this fucking base because these aliens were going fucking crazy and like nobody believes me because like it sounds like such a batshit crazy story but he's like i know what i saw i know what i had to do to get out of there like i, I don't know like they you imagine just like no see, like <laughs> being in that situation and yeah. i'm just being like Dude, I literally almost died, like, and and nobody believes me because it all sounds so much like so much bullshit. And that's the thing too. A lot of people like, well, don't believe Bob Lazar, but it's like his story's never <clears throat> changed. And he's like, he's literally like, I don't care about being famous from this. I don't want you to know who right. I am. But, I just want you to know the story. But also like, because they'll be like, oh well, there's no there's no proof anywhere that he attended these colleges or did that. And it's like. It's like, well, guess what? One in the eighties, it was pretty fucking easy to right. make someone not disappear, exist, yeah, or disappear. But also, like, there's people that were like, I went to school with him. I remember him. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember him I being know there. Him. He was there. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's all, it's all just fucked. It's in, it's very interesting to think, and like, and like the, the last alien race on the list is probably one most people are familiar with, and that's the reptilian race. Yeah. And th- this is, like, the whole conspiracy of that, like, they are secretly, like, the higher power in the, in, in gov- world government, like, all these, like, royal families, any, like, mm-hmm. big, you know, big leader of corporations and stuff are, are all just these... And they're nefarious. Yeah, they're shape-shifting aliens that take the form of a human, and they, they're, they are running the world. They are, like, you know, the Illuminati. They mm-hmm. are the, you know, the New World Order kind of thing. And... Take that for what you will. I don't. I you know. You, that's a little. That that can be you, a little crazy. You too. can go down so many different parallel rabbit holes with alien conspiracy. It's like a, it's, it's so fun. It's not even a. It's a. It's an ant hill at that point because yeah. there's so many tunnels and different ways you can go. Like, it's it's a fun thing to talk about. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I know we're wrapping up. Right? Oh, were we, were no, just, that's what I was saying. I was like, I, I'm like, I know we're wrapping up, yeah. and it's definitely for next time around. We're gonna have to. I do have a question for you guys, though. Go ahead. Who, who would you say is, like, the hottest female celebrity? Hottest female celebrity. <laughs> I mean, you see, it's it changes. I, I've got... I've got like, I, right now... Currently. <clears throat> uh, the girl who was in Knives Out. Okay. Her. Like, I think... I mean, because, I, like, I'm not into a lot of these, like, you know, fake breasts and just, mm-hmm. like, uh, no. You, you like your girl's natural. Yeah. And just, I don't know, something, I mean, listen... Okay, so yours is the girl, the girl from Knives Out. How about you, uh, Ariana Grande? Ooh, <laughs> she's like a babe. Her. She is a babe. Okay, now let me ask you: If you were abducted by an alien spaceship, a vessel, you're transported in there, and they lead you to a room, and an alien that looked like Ariana Grande or the I girls from Knives Out, hundred percent. And but but. They look mostly like them, but you can kind of tell it's an alien because their eyes are a little bigger. But it's pretty much your celebrity crush, and they wanted to 
They need you to like mate with them. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. I haven't I haven't asked one single person that that's a guy that has said no. Everyone's like, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, because guess what? Men just want to stick their penises and everything. I've had sex with worse. It would be the greatest thrill. I to dude, fucking it'd be crazy. Just just for the story. Yeah. <laughs> Even though no one would believe you. Can I keep her? You're like, listen, if you guys need any more of this stuff. Yeah, hey, I'm I'm available. <laughs> my nights my nights are open yeah. uh, past this time. Isn't that crazy? Now here's a, here's a question for you. I've asked this question before, like yeah. on, on different podcasts or just in general conversation. What is the first piece of wrestling merchandise you? <laughs> uh, okay, let's say like same question, kind of. Yeah. Aliens come down. Sure. And they're like, hey, uh, what's up? We're here. Uh, do you want to come with us? We're going to show you the universe. We're going to show you all the everything you've ever wanted to know about the questions of of anything, any any bit of information from the universe. We're going to share that information with you, but, and yet you're safe. Like you'll have food and water right. and, and, and you know, you'll be, you'll, you'll live, want for nothing. You will live comfortably. You can just never come home. No, you wouldn't do it. No, especially if they said you have to go with us now and your family can't go. I'd be like, nah, I don't need to know that much about the universe. You see, I think about, I think if, if I, I was single, yes. Oh, I think if I was older and my parents have like already passed, I would be okay with it just because I'm like, well... What else am I going to do? I mean, not only that, but it's like I... Like, imagine that happened. Imagine I'm like, yes, sure, let's go. Let's leave now. My poor parents are going to spend the... They, like... Yeah. Okay, well, let me preface it this way. I'm not saying that they're like, come with us now, like, if you want to live. Go but it's like, it's like a thing where they come down the- and they're like, we've chosen Dave or we've chosen Stay or uh, uh, Berto to... Uh, to come with us and do this thing, it's a whole, it's a, the whole world knows that this is happening. And that they're, they've chosen you. I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it? If they said my family could go and my family all agreed in unison, then yeah, maybe. But probably not. I think I would. I think I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. If I was a single man, See, but for sure I would do it. What, that's the thing. Like you Listen, you have a Mexican mom as well. You know. She would be so mad. Not she would understand, though. She uh, for me, there's she no way she would understand. She would understand. We've talked about this because I've asked her the same question, uh-huh. and she's like, "No." She's like, "I, she, I have no interest in going to space." And I, and I was like, "I would totally do it in a heartbeat." And she goes, "Well, good luck." I mean, I guess I, you know, again, like if my parents, if my parents are no longer here, I would. She's like, "Oh, because so. because even then, even if like there's, I just I know my mom. There's no way that like, oh hey, this is a thing that needs to happen. She'd be like, "No, uh, you know, like." I just wouldn't see a situation in which that happens. Um, and I wouldn't want to, you know, have her wondering where I am, you know, where in the universe I am and stuff. Uh, but, like, I think that would still suck that you can't come back. Because, like, the one thing I want to do is, like, Dave, just go back and say, yo, yeah. Dave, let me fucking tell you about the Egyptians, bro. Yo, let me tell you about these fucking aliens, bro. Well, because that's also, like, you know, like, what good is doing something cool or great and having no one to share it with. You know what I mean? And like these guys have seen it all. So you can like, it's the monkey paw. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. It would be interesting. I hope, I hope one day, like whether or not like, you know, aliens do exist or not, but I hope that we are able to someday kind of just like really kind of understand, you know, the universe and like the idea of like, you know, is our, our universe is inside this, this vast and like 
incomprehensibly huge universe. But what's beyond that? What's yeah. beyond our universe? Like, is there like are we like in like in Men in Black at the end at the end of Men in Black when they the aliens are playing fucking marbles, and the marbles are is our our universe. galaxies? Yeah, like dude, I dude, I think about that a lot. Like especially when yeah. I'm high, I think about that scene specifically a and lot. How tiny we must be. To some and I'm other just things. like, dude, like, and then like, what is that world? Yeah, like, is that world inside of another fucking marble? Like, this is the shit that keeps me up at night. Like, are sometimes. we are we like atoms and molecules to other? vastly large right things. like are we like cells are we microscopic and they're like oh there they are doing a podcast again oh, dude it's crazy like and it, it's ugh. we can go on for another hour or so like but yeah these are these are just the questions that i like to think about yeah great pattern now if if a vampire wanted to bite me to turn me into a vampire i would do it yeah i think i would too yeah even if all my loved ones because died you, before because i did forever yeah even if they're like i just want to bite you and not your family i'm like all right, I'll be, I give you a. Vampire. Would you just like? Would you just like? Uh, like steal from like blood donations and just have them like locked up in the oh, fridge no, or feast would you, on people? Oh yeah, you would, would, yeah. Uh, but then now you're now everyone's gonna be vampires and now you're not. No, because like, well, I would I would drink them to completion. Yeah. Oh. Listen, I you know there's different ways of turning people. Yeah, yeah. but people have like diseases. I would I would probably you're stick immortal. to animals. But you're immortal though. That yeah, no longer. I feel like that still would taint. Taint your fucking yeah, but what is what it, blood is the thing that you? So see? It's funny because there's there's a thing like that in um in what true in, the, in true blood yeah where it's like I think like you can give a vampire AIDS or something like that you know but I mean I'll show you listen you're a vampire you have a lot of time on your hands you can find something clean Dude, I would love to just like cousin Jeremy are you telling me that if I fucking depleted cousin Jeremy like anything bad would happen. I'd probably get turned back into a human. That's how pure that. I would just keep him around and like just like I would drink a little bit and then I'd. He'd be your blood boy. I'd give him some orange juice and some cookies to make him. I I think I would turn him. Yeah, he'd be a vampire. Well, yeah, yeah, I'd turn all my friends. Dude, could you imagine? I'd be like, Bruno, come here. Let me get that neck real quick. (laughs) He's like, wait a second. I don't feel like a vampire. I I just wanted the neck with you. (laughs) Just a little taste. And then like then like we could turn into bats. Yeah. And if I I turn into bat and like my bat has like a little purple mohawk or something. I just want to I just want to be able to dress all sexy like fucking You can do that now. Yeah, I can, but you wouldn't be a vampire. Though. I mean, vampire. your original character at Freelance. Oh yeah, this is, so, so we'll, we'll go out we'll go <laughs> yeah. out with this story. This is the last story we'll the tell. Longest podcast been, ever. Yeah, longest podcast. <laughs> We're only at an hour and a half. Oh, it's not that bad. The last story. So, a long long time ago. No, this was the weekend of WrestleMania, the last one that was in Orlando, bringing it full circle, or Florida, uh, 20, 30-something, it was 30-something, I don't know, let's say 33, I don't fucking know, um, but that the one that was there in, in uh, Orlando, it was, I remember Nick was like, oh, hey, well, I'm going down there with some of my friends, you know, that, that, one, that one guy, Castro, who comes by, and uh, my buddy Craig, and I was like, yeah, sure. It's like, oh, I think my buddy Olsen, no, Olsen, I wasn't told, was coming to the day out. And I went, and I hung out with everyone that weekend, we got to know everyone, and it, it, everything was all cool, and I remember afterwards, I kept pitching them, I was like, dude, I was like, we should do a character, I was like, you should let me wrestle, I'll be a character called the Freelance Vampire. I was like, and my gimmick will be, you know, like, after someone wins their match or something, lights go out and then I would come down on one of those like hoverboard things that those were like the big thing then 
you know, I'm like in a cloak and I would just fucking like keep teasing that I'm going to attack someone. You know, like I kept saying Olsen. Olsen wins a match, I just come out, you know, like, ah, I'm like, drag him to the back. Like, oh, it's like the freelance vampire. Until finally, um, I would be underneath the ring and then, you know, like after a match, he wins, I come up and just full on fucking destroy him, just devour him and just start like feeding on him in the, the middle of the ring. shit Baszler. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking do that and I don't know, that's just why I kept pitching going forever. You should, I mean, you, you should do it now. Still time. <laughs> you mean like up in the balcony? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Trevor Outlaw will let me fucking <laughs> yeah. devour bite him. him. Like literally bite him. Bite him and devour him uh, in the middle of the ring. Could you imagine if he was fire. dressed up as like Bella Lugosi with like the silk cape <laughs> and during the next freelance show, the ca- the camera and the spotlight goes up to the balcony and he's like, <laughs> you like, what was that? And then he just flies away. <laughs> and then it happens again the next show, and then they just start calling him the freelance vampire. Who is this strange vampire-like figure that just keeps stalking the, he the just wrestlers? Gets, and he gets paler body. and paler every time you see him. Let's do it. God, it's got to be a thing. The freelance vampire. Oh my god. Well, on that. <laughs> uh, I guess it, let's. You guys have anything you want to plug? Is that a thing? Yeah, if you enjoyed hearing uh, the, the beautiful dulcet tones of uh, myself and Dave, uh, we host a podcast. New episodes come out every Monday. It's uh, the PWT cast, the official podcast of uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, for those of you unaware, you know, Dave and I, we both work there. Dave mm-hmm. is the head designer. I am. The man's designed every logo. You every head. I design it. Yep. Uh, and, you know, we host a, a podcast that... I don't know. Sometimes we talk some wrestling. Sometimes we don't. Uh, but it's fun. You know, we have a variety of guests on every week. You know, we've had everyone from Vicky Guerrero, Ethan Page, Hornswoggle, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Effie. Uh, you know, we even had Kevin Smith on. Yep. You know, it's... All it's, friends of the show. All friends of the show. Uh, and then we have people from the shop on as well. Because, you know, the PWT cast. Uh, it's it's nice to have uh, members of the PWT cast, you know, come in every now and then. Nick, you've been on twice now mm-hmm. two times two times two time. uh but yeah it's real fun mm-hmm. you know this uh this next week we have uh julia barkin the first lady of uh, pro wrestling teams ryan barkin's wife you know she's in come on spill spill the beans yeah uh, we got some juicy info some juicy info oh. uh but yeah you know you can support us over there uh we're available on anywhere you can get a podcast from yeah all the main ones are cool ones. spotify apple itunes podcasts not Stitcher, Sound, not SoundCloud. I've not SoundCloud. Asked, we're not gonna get SoundCloud. Sorry, fuck SoundCloud. Yeah, fuck SoundCloud. Fuck but, yeah, I think I'm gonna be on SoundCloud. You can find us there. <coughs> and uh, yeah, social media: PWT Cast on Twitter, Instagram. <coughs> we don't have a Facebook page yet, but uh, you know, get on Slack and Slack and Okay. He's turning okay. into a vampire right okay. now. Hopefully, we, we all survive by the time this podcast gets posted. Thank you guys for listening. This was a fun one. Let's go. Bye.